0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power
1: Talk with Lira Dombele. Yes, indeed. It's 10.41. Thank you. Thank you. Lira pogela. drive safely on your way out of uh, the building. So let's talk about uh, what's happening at Sun City. You know, fun in the sun, not really when you're a judge. Um, Members of the judiciary, senior members of the judiciary, constitutional court and the country's high courts are meeting in Sun City um, to really discuss the state of play, um, the current environment in which they administer the law and uphold the constitutionality of the country. So we're told the last time this kind of meeting happened was 12 years ago. So 12 years, a lot of things have happened uh, politically uh, in South Africa, and the judiciary have really found themselves in the crosshairs of a lot of things happening in the country. And so maybe this was a good time to take stock of their constitutionally mandated role. You'll remember that the constitution breaks the country up institutionally into three pillars. There is the legislature or parliament, the chamber of the people. That's where collectively we uh, elect politicians to be proxies for us in representing our interests uh, in the chamber of the people. Then there are um, the executive. And as the word says, they execute uh, policy and programs um, that the electorate has deemed worthy in an election cycle to vote for. And then there's the judiciary. They are the third pillar. And they are the upholders of the law that parliament makes, the policies that the executive um, pursues, and making sure that everybody is doing what it is they promise the citizenry that they do in accordance with the law. That's sort of a very simple summation of what the institutional pillars of a democracy are. And so judges are meeting at Sun City to really evaluate their own performance and uh, look at how they can improve on their conduct, their role constitutionally, their ethical conduct and upholding the principles of independence with regards to these other pillars of a democracy. So let's see what it is that they think that they're discussing and what should they be really talking about. We're joined by Mpumelalo Zigalala, legal analyst and MD of Zigalala Attorneys. Good morning.
0: Good morning to you and also good morning to your
1: Thank you so much for coming through. So, 12 years um, and it's the first time that they meet. So, why has it taken so long to convene this kind of forum?
0: I think from the this type of forum would have been sanctioned by the chief justice maybe the previous chief justice did not see a need of holding a conference of this magnitude, and in terms of saying let's take a bit of let's do a bit of stock taking where are we how are we performing and is there anything that can be improved so it also helps to have everyone in one room from Mm -hmm. all the different divisions that we have to sort of sit and analyze should we be doing Are we doing what you ought to do in terms of the law is there ways or other ways in which can be improved in terms of what is happening but Mm. I would hold a different stance uh, pertaining to what has happened. The first one is, you do not need a conference such as, or, such as this in order for the courts to determine whether they were working optimally or not. I would have taken, took it for granted that the chief justice and the JPs would hold at least monthly, me- monthly meetings to say how we move moving in terms of the divisions that you are in. And maybe just once a quarter, once a year, invite external stakeholders and say to them, Please tell us how we're performing when it comes to our, the services which we are bringing to you. So the customers in this case, which is us as members mm-hmm. of the public, legal practitioners, and even politicians, to say to them, we, we are opening up the space for you to complain. What other innovative ideas do you have that can be introduced in order to make sure that we are able to Mm. provide the services that you're providing in an optimal manner? So it's a good start, but it can be improved to something that can be more meaningful.
1: Right. Okay. So you're saying it's great. It's a peer review, which is important, but it would have been more useful to have an independent assessment um, in terms of politicians, uh, members of civic society organizations, Um, maybe the media to sort of say this is how you come across, these are some of the judgments you've made which are, you know, a little bit tricky in terms of um, your constitutional oversight uh, and these are the issues you really need to consider addressing. Okay, so we're told that one of the things that's up for discussion uh, is their constitutional role and mandate. I would have thought it's well established and well spelt out in the Constitution what judges are meant to be doing what their independence looks like and what their relationship with the other pillars ought to be. So uh, it's clearly spelled out, but let's not assume that it's like that in practice. So the judiciary has come under a lot of scrutiny recently for exactly those issues where some people say judges are not as independent as they claim to be. Uh, The chief justice has been making utterances about his report in the Zondo commission needing to be considered by parliament faster. People say it's way out of his purview to do that. So you're seeing some tensions in terms of the judiciary, parliament, the executive uh, and what those relationships are meant to be.
0: Hmm. I I think in this case, we have um, a chief justice who was saying, you know, my independence has been challenged, but I don't have uh, processes and things that I can do in order to maintain it or to, to anchor it down so that I'm understood where I'm coming from. Now, we do not need the Chief Justice to be worrying about that, because the only thing that he is there to do is to say, what does the law say, what the law followed in this case, and let me rule in that particular manner. But what he can do is to say, what are the mechanisms that are there to make sure that There's uniformity in the the manner in which we deal with the the cases, uniformity in the sanctions that are being provided by the court. So a person who's been tried for murder, for example, in case at N, and the the facts are more or less similarly the the, the same, there shouldn't be a drastic change in terms of the sentencing in which those individuals are going to receive. The second part of it then goes to the actual court system that we use on a regular basis. It does not mean that a person or an accused must then apply for a session 342 capital a in terms of the criminal procedure act due to unreasonable delay that's something that should be noted and be monitored by the presiding officer themselves before that person then applies because there's no reprieve, there's no financial compensation in which a person is going to get to simply get into expenses mm-hmm. and, and the person says sorry uh, that's, that's that meanwhile you've enjoyed coming to court, paid a number of expenses to legal practitioners. And that's mm. the, the most important question is, where is the justice in that? So mm. if you hear the chief justice, chief justice saying that we want to anchor our independence, then the question would be, when has ever the independence of the judiciary been challenged? And mm. the answer would have been no. So what you need to do is, for you as the chief justice and also the judiciary, To come back and say, this is what we are doing on a daily basis to ensure that we're acting with Mm impunity, we're acting with independence, and this is how our things are going to be. And it starts with small things operationally. Let the cases be be adjudicated and judgments be issued within a shortest amount or reasonable amount of time. And let's not not have judgments which are going to be... Mm. We're going to wait for a number of of, of months before those judgments Mm. are issued.
1: Okay. So there are a lot of issues also, uh, as you're saying, technically in the application of the law, the functioning of the courts, um, delays because justice delayed can sometimes feel like justice denied. I still want to just focus on issues of independence. I mean, we all know it was just... Uh, a little over a month ago where the chief uh. justice was in a television uh, interview on newsroom africa he made many utterances again about the fact that he has a right to put parliament under pressure to get on with investigating um some of the expositions that came out of the state of capture uh, inquiry and report but then he went further and sort of and, and suggested that there's sufficient evidence to suggest that the NPA could indict Mr. Zuma. And people said, no, 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 way, way above your pay grade. You uh-huh. presided over a commission of inquiry, which is a legal uh-huh. forum. You uh-huh. drafted five volumes of a report. You've uh-huh. now handed it over to the various authorities. They uh-huh. must take it up. That they're moving at sales, snail's pace, yes, yes uh they could be put under pressure to hurry it up but you don't get to say what they do how they do it and certainly whom they must be prosecuting that is a complete violation of that independence
0: uh, not not only that you have the, the the court of conduct in which justices are meant to abide by and that mostly applies both to sitting judge and judges and judges that have retired so in any matter in which it's currently in, in in court, or that there's a potential of learning in in, in your desk or in your courtroom, you are not supposed to cast any expressions or say anything with regards to matter in a public platform. The reason for it, we want to remove the element of biasness, remove the element in which the litigants are going to feel that they are going there simply for a tick box exercise because the decision has already been taken. Now, in this case. We're not dealing with just an ordinary judge. We are dealing with the Chief Justice, the ultimate judge that you can ever have in our court system. Now, where is the confidence, or what confidence can then be taken by an ordinary member of SARFKIN, or a, a person who says, My name has been implicated in that State Capture Commission report, that the matter is completely handled in this manner after the occurrences that have been stated now? So, on that one, with, with all due respect, I think the Chief Justice was was a bit out of line and transgressed a bit. Mm. He shouldn't have stated or looked into that particular matter. What you ought to understand, though, is that there are tools which are available to him, just those tools which are available to any member of the public. Mm. If a government department or any institution is not doing its job, and you want to compel them to it, go to court, and you ask the court to say, this is, this is the report, and this is what has taken place. And not mm. to say those utterances in public platforms in which yeah. all you should be talking about is the independence that you are saying mm. is not there. Mm. All you should be discussing is ways and means in which you are providing mm. the efficiency of the court systems so that they can, they can mm. be accessed by anyone.
1: Okay, so I don't want to zone in on this case, right? But I mm. do want to say that there's something about the Zuma era of politics that really and truly created many, many um, tests for this issue of judicial independence. I'm thinking of uh, the former justice of the Cape High Court uh, being accused of trying to influence judgments on the bench with regards to various other matters pertaining to the Zuma administration and even Mr. Zuma himself. So in many different ways, this issue of independence has really come up several times during that administration and certainly in the last decade? Why is that?
0: I I think many individuals have have understood that sometimes the only way in which you can get what you want when it comes to certain political things and political maneuvers is that you must go to court and be able to accept them. There have been a number of instances in which a political party will go to court to set aside other elections of, of anyone in that particular position or the test of whether a political appointee is doing their work or not is going to be tested mm-hmm. by our courts. And certainly when it comes to the former president, mm-hmm. uh, he is the one that has litigated, I think, for the past decade. And even before he came in as president, he was already mm-hmm. now in, in, in our courts. So the manner in which those particular cases were removed from the roll, the manner in which those cases are being handled now is going to come under scrutiny. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how you you, 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 you adjudicate those matters, there are some individuals that will not accept the legal um, responses or the legal reasoning behind those judgments as to how they, they, they came about. So we are moving into an era in which maybe our judiciary is also being called upon to be more explicit in the reasonings which, which would fuel their judgments. They are, they are being called upon to be more explicit as to what has been considered, not only for the purposes of clearing their names, but for the purposes of developing their jurisprudence, which is why. I always have an issue when matters are going to go straight, maybe from the High Court to the Constitutional Court, mm-hmm. because... As they don't go to the, to the, to the SCA, mm. they are robbing us, legal practitioners, of the reasoning that has been neutralized by uh, by the mm-hmm. court, which assist us at the end of the day when we are arguing matters okay. or discussing or analyzing whether we have a case or not. Okay. So it is those type of things which but uh, then be looked at.
1: Okay, I, I, I like what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to ask you to elaborate a little bit more. So you're saying there are different steps in which uh, the application of the law needs to be... Tested in its validity and philosophy and its jurisprudence. And so, first the case comes to a district court, regional court, then you don't like the outcome. You may then have the right to appeal. You then take it to the Supreme Court of Appeal. If it fails that test, it goes to the constitutional court. But what's happening now is it's almost moving from the district court straight to the constitutional court and jumping all these other steps. And when we see more and more cases where that is happening, where people are going straight to the top without going through the process, it starts to dilute um, the legal system. Help me understand why. Mm
0: -hmm. As you are going through this journey from the lowest court up until the current court, you, you, should, you would have certain judgments which are going to come in. Now, the beauty of those judgments is that there's different presiding officers which are going to be there. Start from one, move to three. You then get to the SCA and you will have the full bank, five judges independently providing their legal minds and interpretation to how the law ought to be, up until you get to the constitutional court where you would have more than nine. Now, in instances where you then jump the gun uh, for lack of a better word and move straight to the constitutional court, you are then robbing us uh, legal practitioners and also the community of the type of reasoning, of ways of reasoning that could have been developed by those courts that are, un- are underneath. Now, when the matter goes back to court on another occasion, then we do not have a full grasp as to how the court ought to interpret this particular section. We don't have a full grasp of, of how these uh, sections ought to be determined or ought to be thought the the, the intention of the legislature was mm-hmm. so, which is important that when one is litigating and even when the Corn court is deciding on these matters, or each and every single fear of or sphere of our judiciary when they're drafting down their judgments it will almost should be sort of a workshop type of session to say, this is how we arrived at this particular decision. These are the elements and the factors that we looked at. We looked at the intention of the legislature. And this is how we're arriving at the conclusion of saying who has won and who has lost. And not to simply concentrate on the ultimate winner and and the loser in that case. Because although it may assist in terms of the litigants, but in terms of us as to how, the, the decision was arrived at, then it, it remains a problem.
1: Right, okay, so precedent-setting stuff. Let's talk about technically and operationally the running of our courts because these are the presi- top presiding officers of the high court divisions, Labour, Labour Appeal Court, Supreme Court, Electoral Court, Land Claims Court, Competition Appeal Court, Constitutional Court, Magistrates Courts. These are the people in Sun City. And I just remember the case where here in um, Gauteng, Um, Mm -hmm. there was a case of uh, two senior judges or two jurists who were facing a human resource issue. Um, The judge president wanted to fire them, but they had to have a panel of judges and the JSC who said, no, actually, the grounds might not be right because one of them had suffered a stroke and the other one is undergoing a spiritual awakening. And you have to recognize that. And the judge president Mm -hmm. said, but they are delaying in coming up with their judgments and it's delaying by up to 12 or 18 months and that's not fair on the litigants etc so even in the courts there are these HR issues these industrial relation issues that exist in any other sector of the economy Uh, but the more that they um, come up it's the more that they compromise how I as an ordinary citizen experience the law and the courts so how are these kinks being ironed out
0: Mm. Uh, that's why it would have been beneficial to have external members to be part of the conference so that they can be able to highlight these type of problems and maybe be be able to offer solutions and one of the solutions to them is to say use technology in order to make sure that the access to justice is something that can be obtained by all you know i think it's how only but in other province the way in which i would go and serve and defend the matter is the same manner in which Uh, was done in the 1990s. So it still needs to serve all the applicants or the uh, the litigants, then take the original to court for filing, and once it has been filed, hope and pray that on the day of the judgment or the day of the the matter going to court, the file is not lost, or certain components of the Mm -hmm. file are still there so that we don't have to reconstruct it. Now the question is, why don't we use technology in order to enable us to be more efficient? The same Mm -hmm. applies with appearing in court in motion court proceedings. I still need to do that physically here. Uh, compared to going online to other Zoom or teams and then being mm-hmm. able to make a presentation. Who is being at a loss in this case? It's the client. Because mm-hmm. if they pay me to go to Peter it probably is going to cost in the region of about mm-hmm. seven to eight thousand rands or even more. Meanwhile, if I was at the office logging in, the price of doing that would be much cheaper. That's mm-hmm. what we mean by saying access to justice, uh, which is, which is accessible by all. So then the question is, as the courts are, are, are they looking at it from the way in which you have termed it now of saying HR issues? Or are they sort of giving it superpowers, those, those, giving those problems superpowers than okay. what they, they ought to have now? Because it, it is simply an administrative matter. Mm. If a person is not performing within your court, firstly, you don't give them more matters. That's where you start. And then you say, up until you have managed to issue out this particular judgment, I'm not going to proceed and give you further mm. matters. I'm giving you a deadline in terms of things that are the okay. matters. And things that ought to be there. If you have to go and seek for and and get sick leave, let's follow the HR process, which are applicable to all. All
1: right. We've run out of time, and I know that a caller, Stephen, has been holding on for five minutes, wanting to ask the difference between judges appearing before commissions of inquiry versus judges in courts. These are two separate platforms, but they require the application of a legal mind uh, the way it would be done in any other setting. And what makes it different? Why why would a commission of inquiry require a different aspect of the judge's expertise versus a court?
0: Mm. It's it's the the basic principles when it it comes to justice. So you need someone who's going to understand what can I accept as evidence, especially when it comes to hearsay evidence. The basic principles which are utilized, for example, the, the accuser or the one who just who going to start first, you must have the evidence leader. We must then test the evidence to check whether it's authentic or not and then find the ways in which we need to implement it. But most importantly, what we're asking us to do in terms of a recommendation is, is it something that can be done our conclusion in our constitution and the law. If the answer is yes, then you, con- you continue with that. Meanwhile, when you're in court, all the rules and acts pertaining to how the Secure Court and the magistrate ought, ought to act, those rules but the adjudication mm-hmm. process is almost similar in the manner in which we do it within the commission however in courts are much more stricter because okay. you do not want anything which is going to change your, your, your judgment or any evidence that is going to come right. in that ought to have been left out.
1: Ah oh, it's been an education and thank you for your time and Zigalala MD of Zigalala attorneys also a legal analyst it's time for the news.